When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo. Caitlin. Shira. None of them. No one. So rude. Wow. We are just speaking into the void. They're dropping like flies. They really are. They really are. Maybe we should just have Chet come co-host this. It feels like we're Trump trying to find a chief of staff. (laughs) People keep coming in and getting knocked out days later. And that, I make that joke, and this episode's not going up till January. He could have several chiefs of staff by now, for all we know. Maybe it's a tandem. Did you ever see uh, the interview with Melania? Which interview? (laughs) There's only been one. The Uh, most recent one? (laughs) There was one, uh, it was like 48 hours, no, not 48 hours, maybe Dateline or mm, NBC Nightly News, something. Fuck. I don't know. Anyway, but it was an interview of Melania Trump and no questions were off limits. Oh, good. Which is not true. Uh, She was on her African safari and she looks amazing. My favorite question was the first one where they were like, describe, describe Melania. And she was like. (laughs) <laughs> and then looked off in the distance to obvious cue cards and wrote, <laughs> wife, mother, uh, entrepreneur, model, independent, uh, <laughs> charity. I don't know. Was it someone just like dropping cards like the <laughs> NXS I need you tonight video? That would be my guess because it was those kind of pauses. But they did ask. They were like, what kind of influence do you have on Donald? Donald is his own person. We don't always agree because they brought up his Twitter. Oh, sure. Yeah. And she was, and they were like, well, if you're anti bullying, like, you realize what he writes on Twitter, right? He bullies people. Uh, We don't always agree. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, what else is she going to say? I don't know. Whatever the cue cards tell her to say. Right. Yeah. So that uh, Donald Trump makes a decent enough segue into our topic this week, I would think. Mm hmm which is flesh-eating bacteria Mm. and diseases. You ever had a flesh-eating bacteria? No, but I do have psoriasis. Mm. Same thing. (laughs) I think it's pretty similar. But not. Can you have a flesh-eating bacteria since you were six? I think it is, like, if it's slow, if it's a slow-moving flesh-eating bacteria. Are these autoimmune diseases? I don't know. I know those are really trendy right now. Yeah, non-curable, but contained with medicine right specifically topical ointments yes things of that nature okay everyone in la has one i don't i don't have an autoimmune disorder i need to get one i never talked about my psoriasis growing up in peoria peoria illinois a place that will give you psoriasis or a rash of some (laughs) nature won't it won't it though um i remember always being so embarrassed like in the locker room or i was that kid that would sit in the swimming pool like on the ledge with a top on because I had psoriasis all over my back. And it wasn't because I was fat. I wasn't the, I was sitting next to the fat kids with t-shirts on, but I wasn't the right. fat kid with the t-shirt on. I just had to hide my scaly back. Makes sense. Right. And also in the locker room too. Like I was always the first in out trying to like cover up, had my back to the wall forever. Like when a guy uh, later in life was like, let's do doggy style. I was like, lights off. <laughs> and no touchy. <laughs> no touchy, no feely. Don't look. Uh, and then Kim Kardashian kind of made it a thing. So now I feel like, hey, I'm Carrie of psoriasis. What? Yeah. Like I, I th- cool. It's like the second thing I it's throw like, oh, out when I you... meet somebody. Oh, do you know Kim Kardashian? Right. Stassi yeah. Schroeder from Vanderpump Rules. I know you don't watch, Naturally. but a lot of people know her. And she also has psoriasis. Right. So now I feel like I'm part of a clique right. that I never wanted to be part of. But since I am, I'm with them. So you can relate to this episode we're doing this yeah. week. Clearly. Uh, it- to a degree. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't read the notes, but I know you're going to get to it. I mean, they didn't eat my flesh. So they were just unsightly. Sure, sure. I mean, eating flesh is unsightly. Fair. But I get what you're saying. There's right. differences. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a gap. So the story that made me want to do this episode, it, it just happened. Uh, well, the story just came out this past week. And if you want to read any of these stories, I'm going to tell you the, the name of them and where you can look them up. If you're some fucking bookworm that doesn't trust me and Carrie to just give you the information. Like, why More do you, you need to read? But... Yeah. Uh, sometimes going down rabbit holes on a story is fun. That is true. You could either go down an Instagram rabbit hole of like your ex-boyfriend and everybody he's ever dated, or you could look up new stories, which is, I feel like, more productive. About flesh-eating bacteria. Et cetera. And not just flesh-eating bacteria. Sometimes it's brain-eating amoeba also. And we were talking briefly about this outside. It reminds me of the episode we did where you talked about the guy who ate the slug and then was conscious. It was like a pair, like when we talked about the surgeries, like the paralytics, where they wake up and they can feel everything, but they can't articulate. Yeah. Their mind's there, their body's not. He knew he ate a slug and that it got him in that situation. That's awful. It's pretty pretty bad and so is this this is the name of the article it's called careful use of neti pot advised after woman contracts rare but fatal brain infection on nbcnews.com by shamar go hard charles i like to give the people who write the articles nicknames oh you made that up go hard. i sure did yeah shamar go hard charles i thought it was his name her name it would have been amazing. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, I the do like name, Go Hard Charles. The last name Charles immediately puts me in the mind of a male, but Shamard, that could go either way. Shamard. Shamard. Yeah. Shamard, Go I Hard like go Charles. Hard. It's a story about a Seattle woman. She's 69. What? Nice. That's where if <laughs> Chet Wilde was here. Right. He would love it. Uh, She had chronic sinus. <laughs> Is one of your notes nice? Yeah. After... <laughs> Of course. It just says nice in all caps. Perfect. Uh, She had chronic sinus infections and she tried clearing it up with a neti pot, but she used tap water that had been run through a Brita filter. Okay. So I asked you what a neti pot is. Right. It is, if you have congestion issues, it's a good way to clear up congestion. Dr. Oz made them famous in like 2009 or something. So like if you have a cold, like an everyday cold and you're stuffed up. Yes. Okay. It'll work for that. And you can buy them at any drugstore. It's just, it's what it sounds like. It's a pot. It looks like a really small teapot. And you fill it with water. And then they have these packets of like the salt type solution that you put in. And then you you literally just lean your head over and pour water into one nostril. And then it goes through your sinuses and comes out the other nostril. And you've done this? Nostril. When I lived in the Midwest... Every time winter would roll around, my left nostril would become a nightmare and just get consistently stuffed and congested. That's awful. And I would have to use a neti pot several times a day. Why wouldn't you just have a hot toddy? I would do that, too. Oh, like, I'd be okay. drunk when I was using to. the neti pot. I feel like you have to be. Yeah, which is dangerous. Me out. It's right up there with swimming and being drunk. Like, you don't want to Is that like both. waterboarding yourself, a neti pot? Kind of, but also it's sort of scintillating when you see stuff come out the other side. So and you can see it. Sometimes. And it's like mucus? If you're congested enough, okay. it'll you'll see mucus pouring out of your nose and into the drain. I'm not good with fluids. I'm imagining and I want to throw up. Don't. Don't throw up. So so even if you don't see it, you can look down into the sink and it's just there. It's just water if you don't see the, the, the gold coming out. And she when, when you use a neti pot, the instructions are really clear that you either need to boil the water you use and let it cool down. Or you have to use distilled water that you buy, Mm -hmm. like distilled water in a jug. You can't use tap water. You can't use bottled spring water, which is not considered sterile. And Brita filters are not strong enough to clean out the water sufficiently so you can pour it right near your brain without getting bugs in there. And that's what happened to this woman. She had been using it for about a month. She got a rash on her nose and she goes to the doctor and the doctor is like, well, that's rosacea and just gives her like a rash treatment. I'm sorry. Where was this at? Uh, It was in Seattle. I feel like that's a big enough city. Is that just like a quick diagnosis? Well, the thing is, this is still really, really rare. Like it's not common for a person to get this from their neti pot. Okay. 
But you find that in a lot of these stories where the people will go to the hospital and they'll get misdiagnosed as whatever and then come but back a couple days later. And Think it's about like, it. If you go to the doctor, you're like, what are your symptoms? Well, I have a cold and I just poured water through my nostril. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Like I would assume she would have Right, that? but the the rash was right there, so it was probably he was probably assuming, well, you're getting irritated from putting this thing in your nose, and maybe it's that, like sudden rosacea. I don't know. So she starts having seizures at one point and gets admitted to the hospital again. <clears throat> I wonder how quick that like sets in. I don't. It, it's hard to tell from the article, but this ca- this played out over the course of about a year. So she got that rash and got oh. misdiagnosed and then i think a few months later probably started having seizures i wouldn't think <clears throat> then if it's that far right in the distance i wouldn't even think about the neti pot and you did mention and i'm sorry if you said this but brita is not enough right if you're using a neti pot you need a special filter for it and a brita filter is not enough to get these microorganisms this is a horrifying quote from dr charles cobbs neurosurgeon at Swedish Medical Center in Seattle. When I operated on this lady, a section of her brain about the size of a golf ball was bloody mush. There were these amoeba all over the place just eating brain cells. We didn't have any clue what was going on, but when we got the actual tissue, we could see it was the amoeba. And she died a few days later. People get these flesh-eating viruses mm-hmm. and brain-eating viruses, and um, I don't think they're even viruses. It's like bacteria, things like that. And if you can catch it right away, you're probably going to be all right. But a lot of times the symptoms they present just show up as other diseases or other less... like Because if you just get a rash, we'll talk about a woman in a minute who just had a rash on her butt when she came back from vacation, and they were like, yeah, it's a rash, take some antibiotic, and it fucking killed her. Okay, well, I have a comment about that. But back to this, I wonder, had she deteriorated? into Like, you would think a portion of her brain... Well, she was having seizures. Right, but still, do you still have cognitive thinking? Can you still talk? Can you still walk? It, you know I guess I mean? it would depend on the part of the brain I guess it attacked. so, yeah. but if you open up her brain and you see parasites there physically working, like, that's so crazy and startling. Yeah, that it's it's horrifying. And from like that's kind of why I wanted to do this episode because I know a lot of people use these neti pots yeah. and you see instructions like that where it's like don't use tap water and you're like, "Oh, what's going to happen?" But there probably are people who do and are fine. You know what I mean? Like oh, sometimes yeah, like, different things affect different people or The most recent Maybe she lives in Flint, who knows. Uh, I had to use a neti pot for a little bit when I lived it. Like when I moved to LA, all of my sinus shit cleared up because winter isn't the same here. You don't turn on your heat all the time and by the my way nose is every fine. time you keep saying winter you think of the dog i think of the dog yeah she's a good puppy she is but i i do believe one of the last times last few times i used a neti pot i used water from a brita filter thinking right it's filtered it's filtered so what too. what's the problem yeah and yeah it's not it's like it's still rare like a lot of people i'm sure every a lot of people i'm sure listening to this use brita filtered water in their neti pots yeah and might still keep doing it because it's a really rare thing but it only needs to happen once it's like getting bit by a shark like i know getting bit by a shark doesn't happen all the time but it's still something that happens and But you also said it has to be boiled. The water should be boiled and then you should if you're using tap water or anything of that sort, you have to boil it and cool it. But you can also just buy a jug of distilled water at the grocery store. Like Like two bucks. Yeah, I would do that. And save your life. I used to do that and just keep it on my refrigerator. (sighs) If I had the choice between this and like a Brett Michaels brain aneurysm. I think I would go brain aneurysm. Yeah, well, brain aneurysm so much. He survived that, though, right? Which I think is rare. Yeah. Like, you have to... There was a major league pitcher. I think he played for the White Sox, and it happened this season. He had an aneurysm in the dugout and collapsed. And had he not been... Like, sports teams have all these medical professionals on staff, and it was during a game. Yeah. So he got treated pretty much immediately and survived but yeah aneurysm's tough you have you're racing the clock once that happens this at least if you catch it that's what but nobody knew what it was if right. they would have figured out what it was sooner would it have helped her probably but you like you said like it's not something everybody does or it happened months later right how do you diagnose it 
Well, a lot of these, they do happen pretty quick, though. Mm-hmm. So in in those cases, there are signs you can look for. And if you just Google it, like what signs to look for, it seems like a crazy thing to Google. But especially if you're going to the Gulf of Mexico, which we're going to talk about, <laughs> like off the coast of Florida, people, this shit happens a lot. Okay. I feel like there is a lot of stuff primarily uh, that has to do with Mexico that tends to be flesh eating. Yeah, but it's more Florida. Like, it's the Gulf of Mexico, but these are people swimming off the coast of, like, Florida and Alabama and shit like that. Where did the Exxon spill? Was that in the Gulf of Mexico? I think so, yeah. I wonder if any of that is residual still. It could be, yeah. Hmm. Or a hurricane. Like, I don't know what the next story, like, what the timeline is, but if the hurricane from Katrina, like, dredged stuff up. Yeah, this one was, this next one's 2018, so it Yeah, so it would be. could be. The uh, name of the article, New Jersey man could lose his limbs from flesh-eating bacteria caught while crabbing on usatoday.com by Courtney Cash Money Marabella. Mm-hmm. And the guy's name is Angel Perez. He's from Millville, New Jersey. And yeah, he was just crabbing in the Maurice River. Uh, best Maurice River memories from childhood. Go. That's how I went crabbing. Oh, sure, sure. And didn't get and didn't a flesh-eating flesh bacteria. But right. caught like 20 crabs. Right. Lots of crap. The good kind. The good kind, <laughs> the kind of crap. The kind you can eat? Yeah. The kind well, you have mean, to burn off? I mean, in theory, you'd eat any of them, but what? <laughs> what's going on? You can eat any crabs? Any crab can be- Even- uh, On accident, probably. Vaginal. Vaginal crabs? Is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So this became a debate because one of my friends in high school said she got crabs from sitting on a toilet seat at- the Peoria Northwoods Mall. And I thought forever, that's why I've always squatted or made sure I put like toilet seat covers down. Galore. See, I've always heard that's a myth. Right. And I can't... actually heard it was too. Yeah. But I believed that up until about two or three years so ago. So she just fucked an unclean man. Probably. Mm, gross. Well, I mean, it was, we were young. Well, yeah, it happens. Yeah. So he goes crabbing in the Maurice River in New Jersey. And a few hours later, his arms and legs balloon up. Uh, he was in severe pain. This is a quote from Delena Perez Dylan, his daughter. The infection has spread to his blood. His skin, you can see it spreading from his feet all the way above his kneecap. His forearms are black in color. They have blisters, cuts, and sores. And he had contracted Vibrio necrotizing fasciitis, which is a flesh-eating bacteria that can be contracted in the summer months from salty water or eating raw or undercooked shellfish. Mm-hmm. And it spreads quickly, kills the body's soft tissue. As far as I can tell, he survived, but he did eventually have both arms amputated. This is why I don't fuck around in water. Water is for water creatures. And the land oh, I lo- I is love for water. land creatures. No, I'm, a, I'm a water person. Like, I'll get in a boat. Mm-hmm. And if it's life or death, I'll swim to shore if I need to. I can swim. Right. But... I don't like fucking around in lakes. What and... if it was like a clear blue water, like the Caribbean? Maybe, but there's still going to be sharks and shit. Yeah, but I think they're the kinds you can swim with and like stingrays. Unless you're that guy who got stabbed in the heart by one and died. Steve Irwin. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I used to think that about the Illinois River. I don't know if I ever told you the story, but my friend's dad <laughs> taught me how to water ski. I was like in high school. And he had this old, uh, whatever, speedboat. What, and he was like, yeah, come, I'll teach you how to water ski. So it's me, uh, my friend Sarah, and then it's her dad. And he <laughs> this should have been the first indication that this wasn't a good idea. But he had hams, beer. And oh. he kept popping them Bad and drinking sign. them as he, was, um, as he was driving. And they were like handmade skis. By the way, <laughs> like just chunks of wood that were like strapped to my feet. And I remember I actually did learn to water ski because the water was so gross. It was like dead fish and like hams Ugh. and like Miller Lite cans, like just bobbing in the water. And I was like, I do not want to fall. And it right. literally made me water ski. So I was so terrified of falling. Yeah, my family, when I was a kid, every 4th of July, we would go to Miller Park in Bloomington. Mm-hmm. You ever been to Miller Park? No. Uh, they used to do a big, like, 4th of July thing. Their zoo was free, so you could go in and out of there. It was a lot of fun. And they had a lake that you could swim in, and every once in a while, like, a fish would brush yes, up against Yes, every it, once like, in a while, oh. it would bite you. My friend had, God, there was this lake we'd all hang out in, and she had a mole on her thigh, and it bit the mole, and it started <laughs> bleeding. I know, gross. Uh, Grody. fish. <laughs> uh, but I kind of removed it for her for free, you know? We, yeah, that is, that yeah. fish should have invoiced. 
Yep. Uh, so here's another. Wait, real quick. I have to say this. So how many people were in the water that day? Does it not seem weird that one person is reported as having a flesh-eating bacteria? Like, I assume he went in with his family or there were other people in there? Well, this next story, I think, kind of makes it make sense a little more. Uh, the headline is, Woman Contracts Flesh-Eating Bacteria in Gulf of Mexico on DaytonDailyNews.com by Debbie the Sword Lord. And I don't hate the sword. Yeah, the sword. That's a cool nickname. Yeah. She did. She picked well. You picked well. And she got the exact same uh, uh, fasciitis that this guy got. And the way she got it, she reached in a bucket of live bait, which was all shrimp, and felt a prick on the back of her finger. And her husband said within three hours, she was deathly sick. Wait, so why did she do this? They were fishing, and they were using shrimp as bait. Okay. And she reached in the bucket to okay, pull so out Okay, so you would think nothing shrimp. of it. Right. Okay. You would fair. think, oh, one of these shrimp was sharp and yeah. pricked me. And that guy was crabbing. And one of the ways you catch this is from undercooked or raw shellfish. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have to eat it. It's just what that shellfish is carrying has to get in your bloodstream. Yeah. AIDS. Right. Exactly. So yeah. this the, the guy probably cut his hand on a fucking crab shell or something uh and this woman the same thing just she got pricked by the wrong shrimp and so have i <laughs> right <laughs> and yeah she got vibrio vulnificus which is the same thing that guy had 46 people contracted this disease off the coast of florida in 2016 10 of them died should we recall florida no. How about the Gulf of Mexico? Uh, indifferent. Yeah. I say no for Florida because the stories that come out of there are fascinating. That's true. Yeah. Now that I'm out of there, <laughs> and I do, I do feel like that documentary, Black, like Blackfish, but I escaped. Right. Like, I'm out of there now so I can talk about it. Like when I was in there, though, I don't think I've ever been so unhappy. Like I was like Blackfish where my like fin was over the entire time <laughs> and like everybody like clawed me and I was like super unhappy. And then as soon as I got out, I was like happy. And then like my fin became erect again and I still have some battle scars at least on the inside that I have to deal with. But uh, yeah, now that I'm out of there, I think it's interesting to read their stories. Yeah, a lot, a lot of this happens in Florida. A lot of what we talk about in this episode. And I think it's just because it's so close to the Gulf of Mexico and this... A lot of these are waterborne things that you catch. Do they have any sort of idea why so many waterborne things there? I think the temperature of the water, because it has to be warm water. But, I mean, there's warm water everywhere. And actually, off the coast of Cape Town, Africa, there's also a lot of issues, especially with sharks, because it just produces, I guess, something like that makes it conducive for sharks wanting to like hang out there. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, they don't go into any specifics as to why... Yeah. I think just the combination of warm water and all the shellfish in Florida, hmm. uh, because a lot of the people, except this woman, uh, uh, who we're going to talk about next, but a lot of the people come into contact with shellfish at some point, which is very shellfish of them. <laughs> this is Carrie, something where Caitlin would said, laugh. Yeah, I said it was very shellfish. And I would roll my eyes, which I did. Right. And then yeah. Caitlin didn't laugh. Rude. So. I mean, you had one person that could have supported you. Yeah. Yeah. It's It was disappointing. I'm underwhelmed by the support. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't blame you. You know, I was supposed to go lobstering, actually, with some friends and a guy I was dating when I lived in Florida in uh, Key West. I feel like the trip ended up not happening because me and him like ha had a breaking up and it might have saved my life. Probably. At the time, I didn't realize it and I was sad. But now I'm but happy. you were saved from a flesh-eating Possibly. Bacteria. You don't know. You don't, it's like you sliding doors. You don't know. You never know. So this next story, woman contracts flesh-eating bacteria on Florida vacation, dies two months later on AJC.com, set it as your homepage, by Lion Lauren Paget, Indianapolis woman, Carol Martin, 50. Any relation? Nope. No? Uh, possibly. She died two months after returning home from a Florida vacation with Ew. an infection on her ass cheek. Yeah. She, uh, it was about the size of a nickel. Very painful. She went to a doctor twice. They sent her home with antibiotics and a heating pad? What, <sighs> does getting a sore hot make it feel better? I've never heard that. Maybe in Indianapolis. Could be. Uh, she went to the hospital a third time. They realized it was necrotizing fasciitis, rushed into surgery, spent 16 days in the ICU, sent home 
where she promptly died. I will say this. So I went to a wedding of a couple I barely knew, but I was still invited because I'm fun uh, in Costa Rica like three years ago. And I remember hearing that they have these things called bot flies. Oh, yeah. Bot flies are gross. That will just dig into your skin. And then I think you have to burn them out. And then they pop back up out of your skin. And I was so terrified of getting a bot fly. And we hung out at the pool one day. And I, the next day, had literally my ass was covered with bug bites. And I was like, what if they're bot flies and they like, they laid Ugh. eggs, and I was so terrified. Oh, yeah, they lay eggs, too, when they get in. in. you, yes. Yeah. And so what did I do as a responsible 40-year-old? What would you do? I uh, went to the bar. Of course. And had some drinks, and I asked the locals, what should I do? I have all these like bites on me, and they were like, go, just go get cream yeah. from the pharmacy. And so I did. It was like anti-itching cream, and that was all I did. And then I came home, and it turned out just to be mosquitoes. So it sounds like they weren't bot flies. They weren't bot flies, no. And I'm still here. My point is, right. I should have had it checked out because there were yeah. so many, and I was in a foreign country. Here, she goes to Florida, gets some crazy bug, one bug bite, one or, or maybe a couple bite on the her size ass. of a nickel, and then she's dead. Just dies. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy the way life works. You know, it really is. It, yeah. it really is. Yeah, we were we were talking about that before the podcast. I don't remember what we... Oh, uh, we were talking about the slug guy. We were talking about the slug guy. Yeah. And of course, I brought up my parallel, which was I used to go to Tijuana with my sorority sisters pre-cell phones, and we'd go down there to get Fen-Fen. And if that wasn't enough to kill us, we would spend the day drinking. We had no cell phones, and we'd lose each other and just stumble back across the border and wait by the car of whoever drove sometimes in the dark until everyone got there and then we just drive home that's crazy it's so fucking crazy. It, it but it seemed logical to me at the at the time right for some reason that made sense to me but now i look back and i'm like how 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 <laughs> uh this is a crazy story too like that's a decent segue because this is very much a how story this next one because a lot of these you hear about, well, they didn't get it in time, so they died. And uh, th- thankfully, this title doesn't give it away. The article is, What is Necrotizing Fasciitis? Man Contracts Flesh-Eating Disease and He's Lucky to Be Alive on Yahoo.com by Boren Corin Miller. Nope. <laughs> oh, Boren Corin. <laughs> that was the best you could do. <laughs> Boren Corin. <laughs> I don't really get it. He's boring. He's boring. <laughs> Okay. Laura Laura was a liar. This guy's boring. Oh. Okay. So this guy, it's a Michigan man. He discovered he had a flesh-eating disease when pieces of his skin started falling off in the shower, which that feels like late in the game to catch it. That's alarming. Because before that, there had to be something a brewing on his leg because this was on his legs and he gets in the shower and he's literally losing skin so just in that area just in that area this is a quote from him my skin was being washed away not like a sunburn like enough for me to know something was majorly wrong i was losing meat off my leg you could see everything did it hurt like, there's nothing about the pain level. I would assume there'd be a pain level with it. It would have to hurt, I would think. But also, it's dead flesh. So a lot of the nerve endings and things like are going to be... That's crazy exfoliation. It really is. Yeah. Uh, and he was visiting Houston with his wife for their first anniversary. He checks in with a doctor. The doctor is like, you... Which, here's the thing. You're in a shower. It's washing your skin away. There's leg meat falling off your leg. And you still go ask a doctor if you should go to the ER? You're like, is this going to grow back? Should I worry about this? I can see my leg bone. Is that a problem? Sometimes guys are dumb. Yeah, like, just go to the ER right away. But this doctor was like, yeah, you need to go to the emergency room. And here comes one of the most bizarre quotes from any article I've ever read. (laughs) There was no way I was going to the emergency room 1,500 miles away from my three kids. So we jumped in the truck and drove as fast as we could. Of course, he had a truck. So you want to die on the highway? Instead of getting fixed up right away, they drove 20 fucking hours. Do they have hillbillies in Michigan? Oh, yeah. They have Michigan to. actually has 
one of the highest concentrations of militia groups in the United States. I'm surprised he didn't accidentally shoot himself in the face with a shotgun while deer hunting first. Yeah, yeah. He seems like that type. This is a similar decision, but if you willingly shot yourself in the face while deer hunting. (laughs) But I feel like he accidentally would. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And apparently at one point he... uh, asked his wife to stop so they could spend the night in a motel like he got he got so sick that he started getting delusional and was was he driving if he was driving i'm gonna walk out yeah no she was driving i'm gonna walk out and get like more wine but then i'm gonna come back but still she had to drive 20 straight hours when he could have just gone to the er so then who did he marry you know what i mean she obviously wasn't the brightest either yeah it probably felt like an adventure. Or she was just complacent and he was the militia Michigan man. Let's take a look at this guy and decide if he's in a militia <laughs> or not just by looking at his face. I'm laughing because I bet like somebody I've dated at some point. Now, look at those up. manicured eyebrows. He's in an R&B group, but not a successful one. She, I'm actually more concerned about her face. She looks like Chelsea Clinton. A little bit. You know what? And she he looks, looks like, like the lead singer of Color Me Bad as the lead <laughs> singer of Color Me Bad looks today, <laughs> which is gigantic. See, I feel like she looks like, uh, who's that? Uh, Zellner. Kathleen Zellner. Like how like the nose erodes. Uh, like maybe what? she had a full nose at one point, but now it's like <laughs> a button. Well, she's a, a loyal a wife, if nothing else. If nothing else, the kid's cute. <laughs> yeah, the for kid, now. The kid looks excited. He's happy his dad kept his Because he knows legs. he's about ready to get some like life insurance money. Hell if, yeah. If they thought to do that. They right. also seem like a couple who might not plan ahead. Yeah, I feel like most of the insurance money went into that Nike hat and the eyebrow <laughs> yes. threading that he's clearly getting. But every the Nike week. hat doesn't look like a real Nike hat. It looks like she stitched That's a good it point. at home. Yeah, I uh, somehow no. she got that pattern <laughs> and then stitched it on his hat to save some money. So he was actually they were able to save this guy. That's what's so crazy to me. All these other people that die, and this guy puts a twenty-hour wait in between him and the emergency he seems room. Sturdy. And they he's had three surgeries and a pigskin graft. So he's got football meat on his leg Good now. For, I bet he's so proud of that. He feels like it happened for a reason. Probably. I wonder if he had like Wilson stabbed on the side. You know he played football in his high school where they probably, it was like, oh, anybody who tries out makes the team. They probably used And he's a, like, yeah, I played football. He probably had a ball saved <laughs> from a game he won in high school. And he's like, use That it. his team won that he was like, played once in. Use some of that, man. Yeah. Put that on my leg. Place. That's how people in Michigan talk. And then, like, that? she rubs it as foreplay. Oh no! I hope <laughs> oh, they're... I'm the gross one. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is the saddest story in the history of the world. New mom contracts flesh-eating bacteria, loses arms and legs again on DaytonDailyNews.com. What do they? They really go in for the fucking flesh-eating bacteria stories. Oh god! By he, flying he Ryan Depentima. I don't hate that. <laughs> oh, flying Ryan. Like he was like a trapeze artist before. Yeah, exactly like that. Or he fell off a yeah. building and lived. I'm on your page. They call him flying I like Ryan. This, I didn't like the boring one, but I don't mind flying. Uh, Lindsay Hubley, 33, Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. She contracted a flesh-eating bacteria four days after giving birth. Uh, she sustained a tear during labor and part of the placenta wasn't removed after birth. I don't know if that's normal. I, I feel, feel like you're supposed to get like, that out of there. Did she get birth like in the back alley of Nova Scotia? No, a hospital. Just a regular ass hospital. That doesn't seem right. And, like, isn't that like a malpractice suit? Oh, yeah, we're, we're getting there oh. for sure. She returned to the hospital a few days later with abdominal pain, and her lawyers contend that at that point she was not examined properly, which allowed the infection to spread because mm-hmm. the doctors were just like, yeah, you had abdominal pain. You just had a baby, you dumb broad. And they backhanded her and sent her on yeah, her way. They, they uh, had her committed to a mental institution for 72 hours and then sent her home. And uh, because they didn't catch this in time, which, again, blows my mind that that other guy survived. Because they didn't catch this in time, she had a full hysterectomy. Good. Had her arms amputated below the legs. Boo. 
legs amputated below the knee. No. She's expected to need a kidney transplant, mm. and she spent the first seven months of her kid's life in the hospital. This is- So she is clearly this actually filing me, a lawsuit. But what are you going to do with it? it? Won't it all go to like your ongoing medical care? It'll Not only that, but there's a documentary I recommend to people all the time called Hot Coffee. Yeah. And it's about that- Remember the McDonald's case where the woman spilled coffee, yeah. and we were like, oh, frivolous lawsuits. Yeah. But she was actually like very, very injured and needed skin grafts and things. But because of the uproar over that, there was this big push. Uh, it was tort reform. And it was this big push to put caps on how much money victims can get from a company when they've been wrong. And there's someone in that documentary, their kid went in and the doctor like fucking cut the wrong thing. And this kid is going to need care for the rest of his life and because we passed all that tort reform the max they could get is like five million dollars and they're like that's going to take care of him till he's like 17 and then what do we do the rest of our lives when we have to care for this kid that this doctor wrecked through his malpractice and because everyone because every late night tv host was like (laughs) hot coffee nobody can fucking sue a hospital for a reasonable amount of money anymore it's not because of them it's because even if they didn't somebody would have brought uh attention to it because if one person does it everybody will either way attention was brought to it and but that's what the court system is for and that's where if it's truly a frivolous lawsuit you take that to court and you fight it but it was us it was the general public going oh my god we have to protect corporate america from frivolous lawsuits isn't america just a slippery slope it's a nightmare it's a fucking nightmare and if something like what happens to this woman happens to you in the united states you're going to get a few million dollars, and it's it's not going to be enough. Like, there should at least be a thing where they're like, oh, hey, we're a hospital. We'll just take care of you. Like, we'll handle your medical stuff for the rest of your life. That would be easy. No, well, then they go on Ellen, and that's how they get oh, paid Oh, yeah, it. yeah. Everyone- I mean, yeah, it, that's kind of how it works. And I get that it's like the, the beauty and the nightmare of this country. If I can say an unpopular opinion because what? I've had enough <laughs> because I've had enough wine. <laughs> I, one of the reasons I don't want to have children is one, I think I would love them so much that if anything happened to them, I would die. Uh, two, you don't ask to be born. And then like some fucked up shit happens. Like I've been thinking a lot because I feel like I, I know a lot of people who've died this year and I'm like, well, I don't really want to die, but I was yeah. born because my parents wanted me. And then that's like, that's the end. That's, you right. know what I mean? Like, but that's, I have to, and that's scary to me. I don't know. Life's weird. It's very weird. Uh, Speaking of that, how about this next story? Speaking of things that are weird is what I mean. (laughs) UK woman contracts rare flesh-eating STD. Vag-eating. This is an article on LiveScience.com by Ragin' Rachel Retner. Nope. Not Ragin'. Nope. (laughs) She likes to rage. Oh, by the way, since we're talking about okay. STDs, finger me. Oh, yeah, finger me. I wondered where that was going. Since it's we're talking about STDs, <laughs> let me tell you about my week. Adam. Well, I didn't know if that was where you were going with that. <laughs> that was my segue. By the way, so I hadn't heard from a guy for a while, and it turns out he has AIDS. Anyway, so what's up with this <laughs> STD? Uh, it's a rare sexually transmitted disease that can destroy genital tissue Turned up in the UK for the first time. This was first reported by local news outlet Liverpool Echo. $15 off a three-month subscription when you use discount code. Pretty scary Liverpool Echo discount code $15 off at checkout. I feel like you made that up. I don't know. Go try it and see. I will. Go see if it works. By the way, I don't have any exes that have AIDS. Oh, okay. (laughs) I just realized after I said it. That I shouldn't like clear it up. Yeah, people who knew you really well would be playing the guessing game there. So this disease is called Donovanosis, which if your name is Donovan, you must love this disease. <laughs> but I feel like that's something you wouldn't be like, I've got Donovanosis. Like it's something like there's so many osises yeah. out there. It's not something people just throw around. Yeah. Uh, and this, uh, I should warn you, if you go to, I told you this article's on Live Science. They have a link to the Liverpool Echo article. And that article has pictures. And if you want to go see pictures of Donovanosis, which is a, a vaginal tissue eating STD, by all means, go go have a look. But what's fortunate here is there's only about 100 reported cases per year. 
It's most common in tropical areas. This is actually the first UK infection, and it causes lesions and skin disintegration as the flesh effectively consumes itself. And it's spread through sexual intercourse and in rare cases, oral sex, but treatable with antibiotics if you catch it fast enough, which I'm assuming most people would. Wouldn't you want to hit the doctor right away if your vag started started eating itself okay so as or would you be like i don't need this thing anymore no i don't think you ever think that but i would say the vagina is kind of like a it's kind of like a bomb shelter <laughs> like sure all things kind of like humid and like i used to say it was kind of like a dick humidor like it's dank it's, it's dank okay <laughs> so i'm trying to say how much i can disclose here i'm trying to be proper and polite as i often am i think most people do. know me as the bell of the ball of this um okay so when i do work out uh if I come home, there's times when I'm like, oh, like I'm still wearing my yoga pants and I'm like, oh, I want to watch TV and like make food. Like I don't want to shower right away. Right. And then like you're describing me in the morning a lot of times. I'm like, oh, I don't want to shower right away. We're just going to tell this story. Go for it. So this guy texted me like a couple of years ago and he's like, wait, do you have like an STD? And I was like, wait, do you have an STD? And again, it was like that. Right. Scene and like uh, Reservoir Dogs, but it's just the two of us sure. pointing our guns at Mexican each other. Mexican standoff. But it was like how I woke up. Like he texted me at 8 a.m. and he was like, I don't know if I have an STD or if I just jerk off too much. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, I haven't even had my morning coffee. Like, what? The funny thing was, it was 4th of July. And for some reason, it just kind of sent me into a tailspin where the whole day I just kind of like laid in bed instead of like going out. And I was like, I must have an STD. And there was like no clinics open. So I made an appointment for the next day. So I go and he keeps messaging me the whole time. Like, are you there? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. By the way, I'm looking at his Instagram as I'm sitting in the like waiting room and he's like at parties galore. The day before. <laughs> like not a care in the world. And I go in and she goes, well, do you work out a lot? And I go, well, yeah, yeah, I really started getting into hot yoga. And she was like, okay, well, if you don't shower right away, it's kind of like a yeast infection. You have vaginosis. You're fine. Just, you know, here's some like over the counter stuff. Um, and I remember like telling him and he was like, okay, cool. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> I thought I was going to die. And like you were parting the day before. Like it was like a, a real scare. Yeah. Because I keep hearing that even the... Um, the ones that are like so common, like chlamydia and gonorrhea, right, are getting harder and harder to fight where they might become untreatable. Because people take antibiotics for so many yeah. things. Like I, I try to never take antibiotics. Yeah. Because I want to save that shit for when I really, really, really. Need it. Like, I had a crazy tooth infection a couple weeks ago. Oh, I feel like that deserves antibiotics. And I did. I took yeah. antibiotics for that. Yeah. But. Because that shit can spread to your heart and exactly, and that's yeah. what it's for, right? And but like, if I just have like strep throat or something like that, and they're like, "Do you want antibiotics?" I'm like, "Ah, see, I would. I'll just fight it out." Like, but I did fuck up one time and not get. I had strep throat, and I got strep throat so much as a kid and into high school that. It, been, it eventually just came kind of routine where I would mm -hmm. just stay home. And I tried that my freshman year in high school. I got strep throat and I was like, well, I'm just not going to do anything. I'm just going to yeah. stay home. It turned into fucking scarlet fever, like the goddamn 1850s. Did they take your tonsils out? No. they were. Like, I'm surprised. They told me. Because they told me I was super close because I used to get um, strep throat all the time too. And they were like, you're really close. To it. We just have to take them out. But yeah. I was an adult, and they say that they don't like to deal with adults. When the scarlet fever thing happened, they were like, all right, if this happens one more time, we're taking them I out. I can't believe that wasn't enough for them to take them out. I don't think they could take them out while I had scarlet fever. Okay. Because that gives you, like, heart murmurs and shit. Yeah. And it's, like, it's a crate, like... And you have Who to the wear fuck a gets scarlet fever a anymore? on your chest? Yeah, yeah exactly. I had to be yeah. quarantined. I, uh, they shot me. I died. <laughs> We're in heaven now, Carrie. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, do you eat raw you oysters? About, ugh, you or Caitlin getting hurt? I, I shouldn't laugh, but I do. It's understandable. Uh, no, I'm not a big oyster fan. I know they say it's an aphrodisiac. So I was at a Christmas party. Uh, no, I think uh, Friendsgiving a few a weeks ago at a friend's house where she's like, oh, my boyfriend's a doctor. So it was like in Beverly Hills. He had the nicest fucking house with uh -huh. like an infinity pool and like an oven pizza that you would see at like a pizza place, but it sure. was like his backyard. Yeah. 
Uh, he barely spoke to me, uh, which is fine. I think like I wasn't important enough. I got drunk enough uh, to make a speech and cry. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, what were we talking? Oh, oysters. oysters. Okay, so they had oysters, and he was like, "You will." Okay, the the one sentence he did utter to me was, "Here's oysters. You'll like them." And I was like, "Okay." Like I feel like I should try. How was it? Still no. Yeah, I don't think it's I a could... texture thing for me. Yeah, I don't want that slime. Yeah. Have you had them? No, no, I don't. You should try one. You'd be. I would. I want to say you'd be surprised, but I don't like them. I've so heard I don't know. fried oysters are good. Yeah. And maybe I could fuck with that. But a raw oyster, and I always hear you about people Tabasco and getting crackers, like, and I put onions on mine, not enough. Uh, no. And I hear about people getting salmonella and shit like that all the time from bad oysters. And that's a thing that happens. And then also, you can maybe get a flesh-eating bacteria from eating raw oysters. The article is called, A Florida Man Died of Bacteria That Can Cause Flesh-Eating Disease after eating raw oysters, here's how concerned you should be on businessinsider.com by Karate Kevin Loria. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Karate Eagle flying through the sky. Thank you, Karate Kevin. 71-year-old Florida man. So much of this shit happens in Florida. I think the Pretty main, much all of it. I think the main way to avoid a flesh-eating disease is to not live in Florida. Yeah. That feels right. Or just avoid the Gulf of Mexico. Like, I'm saying we need to recall it. Like, did did romaine lettuce kill anyone? I don't think it killed anyone. Only in Florida. But we still recalled it. Yeah. Just to be safe. Just to be safe, let's recall the Gulf of Mexico yeah. just for a little bit. Okay. Recede those waters. Okay. Let whatever's brewing down there fucking dry up and go away. And then we put the waters back in, and then it's safe for people again. That's interesting. I didn't put it in the notes, because I, I think I forgot to search for the story. But when I lived in Madison, there was a person who hit their leg on the edge of their coffee table, and it gave them a fucking flesh-eating disease, and they died. That's insane. It is very insane. I, I feel like it's one in a million. Well, it, it really is. It's it's well, one it's in a million. people who win the lottery. But it's... It's a thing where, like, this guy got it from oysters. And the problem with if you get this from an oyster, you can't smell it. It's not, you don't know that it's gone bad. Okay, so I guess you didn't get into the story. Yeah, it was a 75-year-old Florida man. 71, 71. and I will say, that's very old for Florida. And that, I'm just kidding. And that, that's how, like a median age. Like, a few people in this have been really old. And that's part of it. Because yeah. what he got, he got a version of Vibrio, which we mentioned earlier, but it doesn't always turn into a flesh-eating disease. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like stomach discomfort and whatever. But if you're really old or have a compromised immune system like the pregnant woman, yeah. then diseases like this can turn into flesh-eating things. And I feel like... If you have an open wound on your body, just cover it. That's going to probably protect you from any of this shit for the rest of your life. And there are 80,000 vibriosis infections in the U.S. every year. Estimates suggest 52,000 result from eating contaminated food, especially raw oysters, most common between May and October. When water is warmest and bacteria is able to thrive. Yeah. So keep your open wounds covered and uh, don't eat raw oysters, you weirdos. Yeah, weirdos. All right, let's get to this last story. Man loses both legs after being licked by dog. ABC News 7 or ABC7news.com. No name listed for the author. I'm sorry. I can't... Uh... Can't give a. I know that's a, a a downbeat conclusion to that bit. It really is. But there, I could have so maybe started getting into it. Yeah, minus the boring. 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 was good. He's boring. But Winter did lick me earlier, and I don't know that I won't die in twenty five minutes. Yeah. So if so, uh, I would like to sign off by saying that I actually think that Chet Wild is a decent person. I don't. But go on. And. I think that possibly his dad humor is where he peaked, but he deserves love and he deserves affection. And from this day forward, I declare December 13th, Chet Wild Day. Wow. Yeah. Chet, what, should it be December 13th or the day this goes up? No, the day we recorded it. Okay, because perfect. by the day this goes I up, a, I will yeah. already be angry with him again. Yeah, that's good that it's already passed and yeah. he didn't get to celebrate. We should put this in a time <laughs> capsule. So this guy who died, his name was Greg Mantufel of Wisconsin. This is a quote from his wife, uh, Dawn. It hit him with a vengeance, 
bruising all over him. Looked like someone beat him up with a baseball bat. Yeah. It took a week, and they were taking his legs. And this happened because a fucking... His own dog licked his leg, and he had an open wound on they his do leg. They poop. Dogs get into some shit. But they also say dogs have cleaner mouths than humans. Winter brought home a bone the other day, and... Was it Angie's leg bone? Well, no. Angie had taken her out to walk her. Yeah. And then I get a text saying Winter won't drop this bone, and Winter comes back in, and I just snatch the bone out of her mouth. I've never seen a bone like that in any Was it human? food I've eaten. I don't think it was human, but I do think it was like a dead animal bone. And she wouldn't let it go. She would not. She had it in her mouth the entire time she was out for a walk. And like, I'm a little more brave when it comes. Like, I'll just, she's a dog. I'm going to fucking, like, I'm going to win this argument. She likes you better. Right. Yeah. So. So she, when I snatch that bone, she's just like, well, I guess it's his bone now. Yep. Take it, boss. Yeah. Yeah. It's my house. I'm the alpha dog. It kind dog. of is, yeah. Alpha dog. So, yeah, this guy, uh, the article assures us that more than 99% of the people that have dogs will never have this issue. It's just chance. There he, are oh, he, so, Okay, so it licked an open wound in his leg, which I think dogs do go to, like, those sensitive areas. Right. It's just a one in a million. Yeah. And who would think that even after the dog licked it, what if he would have immediately washed it? Right, right. Who knows? Yeah, he probably would have been fine. Maybe. And yeah, he ended up having to have his legs amputated over this, but he did survive. So that's good at yeah. least. No word on what they did with the dog. Like, how? what would you do if your dog... You cost me my legs. I would walk you, but I can't. <laughs> Let's go for a roll, puppy. <laughs> You, and then, like, everybody, they pass. Oh, were you in the war? No, he did this to me. I was in the war with my, my dog. Oh, you're kidding. No, I'm not. I was in a war with my dog's saliva, <laughs> and I lost. But, like, what the fuck was it eating? What if it was somebody's vagina? Mm, have you ever seen Ozark? A vagina that had ever- donovanosis. Yeah. Have you ever seen Ozark? I have, yeah. Okay, so season one, uh, the dog licks, I guess, the guy's feet when he puts feet up peanut butter on it but so many people put peanut butter on their private so the dog will lick it sure I mean, it could be, happen that could be the thing here be careful yeah 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 they that 99 percent of the people that have dogs will never have this issue there are 89.7 million dogs in the united states one percent is eight hundred ninety-seven thousand. someone in the comments is going to be like mm, it's not actually 800 i get it i'm making a joke motherfuckers I know this is still a very rare thing. Uh, So that's our episode. Keep those brain-eating amoeba and flesh-eating bacteria out of you, Carrie. I will do my best. I would actually... I'm going to extend that advice to everyone listening. Fair. I think everyone should make a concerted effort to keep bacteria and amoeba out of their bloodstream and out of their brains. And, uh... uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, this episode probably... We'll put this is a good way to kick off the new year. So we'll yeah. put this one up the first week of January. It should, yeah, it should be first. Yeah, this is what you want to go into your New Year's yeah. resolutions. Happy 2019. Exactly, Caitlin. Caitlin. Wow. Rude. Wow. Just, just not cool. All right. Uh, do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash Unpops, White yeah. Wine, True Crime. Listen to that. Uh, our show already happened, so you don't have to come to that. It's so much fun. Yeah. Did you have fun? So much fun. I had the best roast of Chet Wild in my life. I had fun, too. All right. Let's get out of here. Carrie, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.